0: Oh, wow. Okay, so I hope I can address everything here expediently. Um, I just watched Javier's elusive dating subject video, which was very, very thought-provoking. Um, well done on, on such a thought-provoking video. Um, also, I absolutely adored you and Cadell's video on modern dating, um, Javier, and I'm excited about this question that David poses on, um, you know, can radical honesty on a first date be sexy and elusive? So we want to start. I, I, I think what I want to start with is, is acknowledging that I think this is a really important question. And I think it's really interesting to think about um, radical honesty um, when engaging with another person. And what does that mean? And I have been thinking a lot lately about what does it mean to be honest with oneself? What does it mean to be honest with another? Um, and what, basically just like, what what is honesty exactly? Um, especially considering how little we always can be certain about, right? Uh, regarding ourself, regarding our um, trajectory. So um, I, I, I do acknowledge that in Javier and what you said on um, the fact that a lot of times dating conversations end up being like a lot of BS. It's a lot of just you know, here's um, here's my fact sheet and your, here's your fact sheet, you know, here's what I want or what I like, et cetera. And it does end up being this kind of exchange of pre- presumed um, qualities of self, right? And so that, that that can be very problematic. That can be very problematic for certain. Um, now, I, I, I there is a self though, yourself that is, you know, um, has something to do with the fact that you're sitting there on a date, right? There, there's something about yourself. There's something that it, it means right from your own self that you're actually on a date in the first place so the self still has uh you know something to say for certain right it's just what exactly does it have to say and how in line with the real self is or i hate to use the word self even or real because you know <laughs> there's so much to, to unpack with those terms but i'll just i'll just say how much does the self that is spoken about right how much does that align with the self that is within if, if we want to put it that way um, of course, there's always the dialectic, right? The self is constantly changing, and um, it's kind of like a feedback loop, taking in new information and evolving, and 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 changing, um, and 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 yet the self does have some things that are constant, like their past, for example. However, what could be change that what can change about their past is how they interpret their past, for example, right? Or how they see their past in a new light. Um, and I bring that up because in a lot of times in relationships radical honesty could look like you know the person talking about um you know let's say their their past relationships or things that they've been hurt by in previous relationships right and I do love I love I love Cadell how you you discussed this idea of just saying here I am basically (laughs) you know here I am here's my good my bad my ugly my beautiful and you know if the person is like turned off by that and they run away then it's like well okay you know they couldn't really handle all of that expression um but maybe they listen and maybe they like come back to that because it's very authentic or that they, they are interested in that right um but but as Javier point, points out with the self it there is a there's a a question on how much does what that person shares on their self being honest about themselves come from certain assumptions right about who that what that self is and um there are certain interpretations, right, that lead somebody to being very honest about themselves in a certain way. Now, I, I do think, though, it still stands that one must be just radically transparent with themselves. Like the idea, Cadell, you mentioned something about like what what it would be like to still be with me in 18 months, right? That's an amazing question. Like you, being radically transparent with oneself to basically do kind of a self, self-assessment, not judgment, okay, because that, that can be problematic when you start just going into the judgment realm, but if we get to if we stay on assessment, and Daniel has a great paper on this on you know judgment versus assessment. But basically, if we do the assessing of ourself, it it I think this is the type of honesty that it seems like you may be talking about, Cadell. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of this ability to say, okay, I'm a real person and I have strengths and weaknesses you know I have things that would be enjoyable to be to to engage with and things about me that are not enjoyable to engage with um and how would that be in 18 months time when the person's really actually doing life with you you know um so so I I, I think that's important um and now obviously it's hard to you always have to have like an open hand to all of that because um you know maybe something you consider to be something that's a fault in your mind about yourself is to someone else like a strength you know so it 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 does get very it does get very interesting right if we think about it in that way um so okay I I just want to address that because that really kind of I feel like is what you you this first came up in your your modern dating talk which I loved absolutely loved it um now in in your talk Javier which I think is really interesting and and, I'm I haven't listened to Supanchich enough. She um, sounds like she has incredible ideas. I'm already super duper intrigued. I listened to um, one of the lectures you did, Cadell, on her book. Um, and I was just completely floored. You did an incredible job unpacking her, her ideas and shedding some very interesting light and perspective of your own on the, on the topic. So I, I, I just absolutely loved it. Um, but I haven't, you know, necessarily done a whole lot of work and research on her myself. I'll I'll say that. But from what I gleaned from your talk, Javier, on the elusive dating subject, um, I think it seems like what she wants to say is to always like keep the mystery in a place in a sense to, to the dating subject, to the subjects that are then engaging with each other. Right. And that's good. Like you, you do want something like, um, elusive uh, and that's something that is also associated with, with, um, with sexiness, right. Is like the mystery, right. The, the, the partially revealed and yet so much more to see all of that sort of stuff. So, so (laughs) That that is that seems that seems to be very good. That that could be a good thing to to hold, to sort of work towards or think about how that practically can happen in a relationship and in, in dating. Um, my my the idea because you know David asked about that. Like, can it be sexy to be radically honest on a first date? And and I think um, let me just make sure this okay. Um, hopefully, I can wrap this up here thank you for your time and listening. Um, I'm really enjoying the the conversation that is ensuing from this, on this topic. Um, so what I want to say is that the elusive dating subject in achieving that, it seems like Javier, you're suggesting this, that the free associative discourse, right? I think that's the terminology used. And I think that's, that's very interesting. I think that's very, that's, I think you're really kind of circling around something very important. Um, it's almost like this ability to just be candid, right? Like the whole point of dating that can feel so artificial and fake is this kind of like, you know, performative, like, uh, like, you know, how does he see me? How do I see her? You know, um, how do I see him, et cetera, that goes on and, you know, what is said and it's always very prescriptive. And, you know, I think that what, what is interesting and, and f- like very liberating in a sense about the free associative discourse is the, the play element. The play element, the the improvisational element, right? The we're not going to kind of use our facades and our labels and our our fixed fixations and fixed identities um, to to engage with each other because then it's kind of like just it's kind of like there's really no, it's like two hands being pressed together, but they're not clasped. They're not like the fingers aren't mixed together, right? Like, you know, it's like when you just, you know, it's this kind of slapping, you know, instead of this kind of like actually holding hands when your fingers interlace, right? So that's kind of what happens is this constant kind of exchange of high fives, if you will, of this information um, and these these ideas of identity versus it being like not just the, the label of the identity, but the actual multifaceted, robust human being that you are, that is your actual identity, that is your actual, like, real self, right, is this multidimensional, multifaceted self that um, cannot just be, you know, distilled into, like, I am a teacher, you know, it's just, it just can't be, Um and so I love this idea of the free associational discourse. My my only concern is the emphasis on the displeasure and also the risk of of no filter, okay? So filters can be very bad too, in a sense, because that is hyper-performative, even more performative with the filters that are put on. At the same time, if you have, if you literally just say what comes to mind, as you suggested, Javier, again, I think this is a great idea to really explore, but I am guess I'm just thinking about if it's, you know, if we're taking like, a date. It's happening, you know, Sally is with Bob and, you know, then Bob just, what comes to mind is, wow, you know, Sally's, you know, <laughs> I just something that comes to mind, like, wow, Sally's hair is insane. You know, it doesn't, it, Sally's doesn't, her hair looks really um, insane right now. Like, I just, I don't know why, but it just really looks insane, you know, and does he say that? Like, is that is the free associational discourse going to lead people to just basically say whatever comes to mind, whether it's, wow, I like your boobs, or uh, I don't know why I'm here right now. Like, is that is that what will happen? Because, I mean, maybe that's what you're, what, I mean, I guess I'm just saying this is like in maybe the, the form of a free associational discourse that maybe like this could be problematic because... If people just said what comes to their minds, then it could lead to just saying whatever comes to the top of your head. Because if you're going to start saying, okay, well, I'm not going to tell her that I think her dress is ugly, or um, then you're still using some sort of like self-determined standard by which to say some things and not other things, right? So why not just tell her that, you know, about your radical self, um, honesty about like, your 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 strengths and your weaknesses you know like so I I hope that makes sense but I'm wondering about the free associational discourse um now now if there's a way that can happen um I would love to to know more about that Javier and I think you're onto something really important and I love it I think when the emphasis is on getting to know each other it's almost like that's the very thing that doesn't happen right it's like the, the emphasis on is on that and it's like it's like, now it's impossible to do that. Right. It's like, that's because we're, you know, man's on his head. We're so ironic as, as, as people, as humans. So, but, but here, here, okay. I'm finally kind of getting to where I I would say, like to say like, okay, this is what came to my mind as an, uh, as an offering, right. As a, like, as a suggestion, like maybe this could help us out with this concept. It's like, what if we just maybe think about dating discourse conversation as like being more childlike, like I already mentioned the word play, but really, you know, enjoying, like Children they are they are very free uh, associational, they have a lot of free associational discourse. Um, but it's not, it doesn't, you know, to Supancha, she talks, you, you mentioned something about her ideas of the tension and the displeasure, the unpleasure. Um, now I'd have to know more about what she's talking about with that. And I think there is something very important about realizing that it's not all pleasure, right? It's, it's also pain. It's pleasure and pain. It's, it's laughing and crying. Um, it's, it's all of it. And, and that's really not often recognized in mainstream dating conversations and interplay right between two people on a date so I think she's really emphasizing something important with that um but I think that the whole idea of a date is like I guess the whole idea of just human interaction um is going to be like I think the idea of it being playful and and fun like not fun in the in the boring kind of facades and you know slapping of information to each other where you end up just kind of like you feel like you just got beat up after a date and you're like, dang, that wasn't fun at all, you know, but this idea of it being really fun where the, the, the free associational discourse is not simply just what comes to mind. Maybe so. Maybe you do say what comes to mind. Wow. You have beautiful eyes, you know, and you're not afraid to say that because you're just, you think that, right. Um, but maybe it could also just be to talk about, um, things that are interesting to you now maybe that would be like well this is just what I like but but what I mean to say is like me here maybe this could be it is the curiosity that you could get into together where it's not just the what I like what do you like what do you do what don't you do I want to get to know you it's more like we want to to like delve into the to the to the great unknown right like to these questions of of and this is where I do think philosophy is really necessary in a way to have like actually functional free associative discourse is, and that's, you know, children are true philosophers. In my opinion, they always are asking the questions. They're, 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 they are they are they are they they do not have the filter, right. But they also have a, a, just a genuine kind of love for life and, and, you know, kind of a, a kindness that is is and and then also a kind of like a, a willingness to sort of quote unquote sound mean too they just sort of say what's on their heart right um so I don't know I guess I'm really just thinking about maybe taking that in the direction more of like childlike discourse as the free associ- associational discourse so that it's fun like maybe there's literally like play elements like where you guys where you like pretend to be on a ship you know and it's like where are we going we're gonna go on this like adventure you know and that could really kind of inspire that free associational discourse that then doesn't make become possibly awkward if it's just the unpleasure side of it where it's really the emphasis is on literally just what comes to the top of your head um which again maybe that can work tell me I don't know disagree with me I would like to hear your thoughts so I I I guess the long and the short of it, thank you all for listening to this and for your time, but is to, to really put the emphasis on play uh, a childlike spirit in conversation. And, and to your point, Javier, to not focus on getting to know each other, but more so on focusing on like um, playing together. Right. And, and, um, in that way, you play. You get to actually, oddly enough, ironically, you, in the play, you you actually start to really see your true selves, right, and, and see the true self of the other, right, and that they get to see you as well. So, uh, I'd love to hear any challenges to that. And and you know, sure, it's like childlike, maybe doesn't seem like sexy, David, but I think there's definitely, you know, people p- playful can also be be the very necessary component of of sexy, right there's something about that, the mystery, the adventure, that is, is extremely sexy and elusive. That's, that's the whole aspect of it, right? The mystery and the adventure. So I, I, in a practical way, maybe the play element is what might be helpful in having more um, successful discourse um, to maintain the sexy and elusive, um, but also to be honest and to kind of allow the two people to really get to know each other better. Um, I don't know. would love to hear your thoughts, guys. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for sharing what you all have shared as well.